This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 20th. You're listening to WNBF. Parents of Maine Endwell Elementary School students were surprised when they received a letter promoting meetings of a group organized by the Satanic Temple. The flyers were distributed at Homer Brink Elementary School in Endwell on Thursday. They announced the after-school Satan Club is planning to hold 10 sessions starting next month. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen said the school district had been notified last November that the group was seeking to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said despite the stated organizational principles, anyone that uses the word satanic in their name is obviously going to provoke people in a very negative way. The superintendent noted the Maine Endwell District last year had approved a request for another non-school organization, the Good News Club, to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said the United States Supreme Court has ruled that all outside groups must be afforded equal access to school district facilities. He said, unfortunately, we have to deal with the backlash to the information that was sent out promoting the after-school satanic club. Van Fossen said the reaction was swift and predictable. He said the district was prepared and a letter explaining the situation was posted on the Maine Endwell website. He believes residents will understand why the school district made the decision regarding the organization. An Endicott church organized over 120 years ago will hold its final service in a few days. The First United Methodist Church on the corner of McKinley Avenue and Monroe Street is closing because of declining membership. Reverend Janet Abel, the church's pastor, said the time has come. She said attendance at recent Sunday services has dropped to 7 to 10 people. The church has existed since 1902. The current building was constructed in 1919. Endicott Johnson Shoe Company founder George F. Johnson donated the property. Workers were busy at the church in recent days, carefully removing a massive stained glass window that had been a gift from Johnson. The window depicts the businessman holding a child as other children played nearby. The window is being donated to the Endicott History and Heritage Center. In addition to the main church building, the property includes a three-story education complex that was opened in September 1969. The final service at First United Methodist Church is scheduled for February 26th at 2 p.m. In Broome County Court, Jeremy Griffin, age 48 of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony assault in the second degree. Griffin admitted that on the 19th of August 2022, during a domestic dispute at an apartment on East Main Street in the village of Endicott, he repeatedly struck a 32-year-old female in the face, fracturing her jaw. Griffin was also in violation of a court order of protection prohibiting him from contact with the victim. Griffin, who has a prior felony conviction for burglary in 1993, will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision on May 16th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated domestic abuse can occur in all corners of society. The Broome County District Attorney's Office will continue to fight for the victims of domestic violence. The Carter Center says former President Jimmy Carter has entered home hospice care. The charity, created by the 98-year-old former president, says that after a series of short hospital stays, Carter decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. It says he has the full support of his medical team and family, which asks for privacy at this time and is grateful for the concern shown by many of his admirers. Carter, a Democrat, became the 39th U.S. president when he defeated former President Gerald Ford in 1976. He served a single term and was defeated by Republican Ronald Reagan in 1980. United Nations members gathered today in New York to resume efforts to forge a long-awaited and elusive treaty to safeguard the world's marine biodiversity. 
Nearly two-thirds of the ocean lies outside national boundaries on the high seas where fragmented and unevenly enforced rules seeks to minimize human impacts. The goal of the U.N. meetings running through March 3rd is to produce a unified agreement for the conservation and sustainable use of those vast marine ecosystems. Negotiations were suspended last fall without agreement on a final treaty. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris says Washington is determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity in Ukraine. She insisted on Saturday that justice must be served to the perpetrators. Speaking at the Munich Security Conference, Harris said the international community has both a moral and a strategic interest in pursuing those crimes, pointing to a danger of other authoritarian governments taking advantage if international rules are undermined. The Biden administration formally determined in March that Russian troops had committed war crimes in Ukraine. A determination of crimes against humanity goes a step further, indicating that attacks against civilians were carried out in a widespread and systematic manner. A court filing in the $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News lays bare fear at the network that it had alienated viewers and damaged its brand by not lining up with President Donald Trump's false 2020 election claims. The network's accuser, Dominion Voting Systems, says the worry played a key role in Fox not setting the record straight after unfounded fraud claims. Fox says Dominion has cherry-picked quotes to use against the network and will give a full answer to the accusations against it later this month. Dominion was the company falsely accused by Trump allies of doctoring voting machines results in the elections. Central Park Zoo officials say they are dropping efforts to capture Flacco, a majestic Eurasian eagle owl that escaped captivity two weeks ago. When he escaped, people wondered whether Flacco would go hungry because he hadn't developed an ability to hunt while in captivity. With a collective sigh of relief, the answer was a resounding no. It appears Flacco has regained his killer instincts and is becoming an old hand at swooping down from his lofty perch to feed on the park's bounty of rats. Zoo officials say they will resume efforts to catch the bird if he shows signs of distress or failing health. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a chance of showers, mainly between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, a chance of snow showers, mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 10 a.m., then rain showers, a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low near 23, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, and Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow mainly after 4 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 1 a.m., then rain or freezing rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., then rain after 4 a.m., a low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Golf Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. We're still saving the Southern Tier money at Golf Toyota. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. 182 over 100. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest. And then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of people don't understand, including myself, I didn't, now I do, uh, the impact of having a stroke. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't speak. 
Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's a new life, but I'm going to make it better. I'm coming back. Ask your doctor. Check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. You have- this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 20th. It's 613. You're listening to WNBF's First News. With myself, James Kelly. Start of another week here in Binghamton. Didn't really do much this weekend. Kind of laid low. So all of a sudden, you know, the thing about laying low on the weekend is it feels relaxing at the time. But then you get to Monday. I'm like, I feel like I may have wasted that weekend. I feel like I didn't really get anything done. And I didn't get anything done. Not one thing got done this weekend. So we'll see. Maybe we'll have a more productive week. I would hope so. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 8005 in Great Bend Township, 8005 in Hartford Township, 2046 in Arrow Township, State Route 92 in Jackson Township, 2046 in Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 39 degrees and overcast. Windchill has it at 35. Today, chance of showers mainly between 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 29. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 11 a.m. Then rain showers... A high near 45 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers before 7 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 23 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour and 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, chance of rain and snow mainly after 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 11 p.m. Then rain and freezing rain possibly mixed with sleep between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain after 2 a.m. A low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. 616, you're listening to WMBF. Beware. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Don't miss. Six eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action led by Aylin Brillant's twenty-one points. The UMass Lowell Riverhawks defeated the Binghamton men's basketball team eighty-four to seventy on Saturday. Dan Petcash led the Bearcats with twenty-one points. 
The Riverhawks improved to 22-7 with the win, and the Bearcats fell to 12-14. Playing much better in conference play, the Bearcats well over 500 there. Now I believe 8-5 on the season. And the Binghamton women's basketball team fell to UMass Lowell on Saturday by a score of 62-55. Genevieve Coleman, Claire Traeger, and Jaden Welts scored in double digits for the Bearcats. Some hockey action. Jeff Skinner scored the game-winning goal, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. Sabres forward Dylan Cozens extended his goal streak to three. Alec Tuch and Owen Power also scored for Buffalo. Uko Pekka Lukanen made 33 saves for his 14th win of the season. Evgeny Svechignov and Alexander Barbanov scored for San Jose, while Capo Caco made 27 saves for his 12th loss of the season. Jake DeBrus scored two minutes into his first game in six weeks to lead the Bruins to a 6-2 victory over the New York Islanders. Trent Frederick had a pair of goals and Linus Olmark stopped 26 shots for Boston. Nick Foligno, and Patrice Bergeron, and Pavel Zaka also scored for the Bruins. They've won four of their last five games to amass 89 points on the NHL's best record. Kyle Palmieri and Matt Martin scored, and Semyon Varlamov made 21 saves for the Islanders. DeBrusque missed 17 games with hand and leg injuries after being hurt during the January 2nd Winter Classic. Michael Backlund's power play goal, 1 minute and 28 seconds into overtime, gave the Calgary Flames a 3-2 victory over the New York Rangers, snapping their 7-game winning streak. Andrew Majiapane and Nazam Kadri also scored for Calgary. The Flames pulled even in points with Minnesota for the second wildcard berth in the Western Conference, but the Wild have a game in hand. Vladimir Tarasenko and Alexis Lafreniere scored for the Rangers, who have earned at least one point in each of their last ten games. They're 8-0-2 in those. They are 14-2-4 in their last 20. And right winger Julian Gauthier has been traded to the Ottawa Senators by the New York Rangers for left winger Tyler Mott. Ottawa also gets a conditional seventh round pick in the 2023 draft in the deal. The 27-year-old Mott returns for his second stint with the Rangers after playing nine regular season games and 15 playoff games with the club last year. He has three goals and six assists with a plus-one rating over 38 games this season. Gauthier had six goals and three assists with a minus-five rating over 40 games this season. Some baseball news. New York Yankees infielder DJ LeMahieu is feeling great as the former batting champion looks to put an injured Mars 2022 behind him. LeMahieu was limited to 125 regular season games and sat out the postseason because of a right toe injury. He's been working out at the Yankees minor league complex since December. LeMahieu said missing the playoffs, where the Yankees were swept in a four-game AL championship series by the eventual World Series champion Houston Astros, was the worst feeling. The Yankees hold their first full-squad workout today. And Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander are back together for the first time in nearly a decade. The pair of three-time Cy Young Award winners threw off adjacent bullpen mounds Friday at the New York Mets training complex. The 38-year-old Scherzer and Verlander, who turns 40 on Monday, were teammates on the Detroit Tigers from 2010 to 2014. Manager Buck Showalter hasn't said which will start the March 30th opener at Miami. Scherzer signed with the Mets before last season for a $130 million three-year contract. Verlander joined New York this offseason for a two-year deal worth $86.67 million. And a person familiar with the situation says free agent quarterback Derek Carr was meeting with the New York Jets this weekend. The 31-year-old spent his first nine NFL seasons with the Raiders but was released by Las Vegas after he declined to waive the no-trade clause in his contract. 
The Jets are looking for a veteran quarterback to lead their offense after Zach Wilson struggled mightily after being the number two overall pick in the 2021 draft. The person spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because the teams didn't announce its plans. NFL Network first reported on the meeting. 622 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks were mixed on Friday with the Standard & Poor's 500 giving up a quarter of a percent. The Nasdaq Composite surrendering six-tenths. The Dow Jones gained 130 points to close at 33,826, but still suffered its third weekly loss in a row. The markets are closed and investors are at home for President's Day, but inflation worries could still slow down stock trading this week. Recent economic reports suggest the Fed's move to cool inflation are not working quite as quickly as some of the Federal Reserve would like. Despite inflation worries, Americans are still traveling. The airlines and the hotels say they have not seen a slowdown yet, with tourism still strong and business travel back up as pandemic numbers have declined in the last few months. The fifth installment in the Ant-Man franchise launched over the weekend, scoring an estimated $104 million at U.S. box offices, $121 million internationally. 28% of customers opted for so-called premium format theaters. Jim Ryan, ABC News. We are Lions. We bring hope where it's needed. We are a global force for good. Support causes that matter. Change lives. Change communities. Change the world. We can do more together than we can alone. Join in. Experience the joy of serving. Be part of the movement. Give back. Let's unite the world for good. We are Lions. You can be too. Visit WeServe.org. Six twenty-six on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You know the best way to beat a hangover is before it starts. Hitting up happy hour with your friends or your coworkers can be a great way to unwind, but then you might feel groggy the next morning when you got to be back at your desk. So we decided to put out a bunch of calls to experts on this because we want you to feel your best. And here's what they told us. First things first, if you drink, do it on a full stomach. That's because most alcohol isn't absorbed by an empty stomach, but via the intestinal tract just below it. So if you eat, alcohol is diluted in the stomach and only a small amount of alcohol is absorbed at any time. Second, obviously, stay hydrated. How come? Because, again, that in part dilutes the alcohol and you're less likely to have inflamed intestines or an inflamed stomach lining. Last but not least, drinking clear liquor or lightly colored beers is less likely to lead to a hangover. Why? Fewer additives. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best, the only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs with six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fats, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. 
All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Has the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned? Would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both reveal how to protect your savings in uncertain times. It's absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. This is... All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Six thirty on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township, 1037 and 8005 in Great Bend Township, 8005 in Hartford Township, 2046 in Ararat Township, State Route 92 in Jackson Township, 2046 in Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and ditch cleaning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 39 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 35. Today, chance of showers mainly between 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 29. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 11 a.m., then rain showers. A high near 45 degrees, chance of rain 80%. Tomorrow night, chance of showers before 7 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 23 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow mainly after 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 30% chance of rain Wednesday night. Rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 11 p.m. Then rain and freezing rain possibly mixed with sleep between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain after 2 a.m. A low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. 631. You're listening to WMBF. Stock market. WMBF. 633 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. 
ABC Entertainment News. Let the quantum mania begin. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania is in theaters this weekend. The latest big Marvel movie. And star Paul Rudd says his character Scott Lang just wants to chill and enjoy his newfound fame a little. We're starting the movie. He's already saved the universe. I mean, my God, can't the guy just, like, sit and breathe for ten minutes before he has to go up and face Kang the Conqueror? What's it gonna be? Kang the Conqueror, played by a very buff Jonathan Majors. Batman. Yeah, he was getting ready after this. He was going to shoot Creed, and I'm like, great, here we go, yeah. I gotta... And I gotta fight you? Quantumania could earn over $100 million by the time President's Day weekend is over. Marvel is owned by Disney, the parent company of ABC News. And starting today, Super Nintendo World opens at Universal Studios Hollywood with all kinds of Super Mario Brothers rides and attractions. A similar world will open at Universal Orlando in 2025. And Ed Sheeran is 32 today. Jason Athens in ABC News, Hollywood. If you... Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 20th. You're listening to WNBF. Parents of Maine Endwell Elementary School students were surprised when they received a letter promoting meetings of a group organized by the Satanic Temple. The flyers were distributed at Homer Brink Elementary School in Endwell on Thursday. They announced the After School Satan Club is planning to hold 10 sessions starting next month. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen said the school district had been notified last November that the group was seeking to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said despite the stated organizational principles, anyone that uses the word satanic in their name is obviously going to provoke people in a very negative way. The superintendent noted the Maine Endwell District last year had approved a request for another non-school organization, the Good News Club, to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said the United States Supreme Court has ruled that all outside groups must be afforded equal access to school district facilities. He said, unfortunately, we have to deal with the backlash to the information that was sent out promoting the after-school satanic club. Van Fossen said the reaction was swift and predictable. He said the district was prepared and a letter explaining the situation was posted on the Maine Endwell website. He believes residents will understand why the school district made the decision regarding the organization. An Endicott church organized over 120 years ago will hold its final service in a few days. The first United Methodist Church on the corner of McKinley Avenue and Monroe Street is closing because of declining membership. Reverend Janet Abel, the church's pastor, said the time has come. She said attendance at recent Sunday services has dropped to 7 to 10 people. The church has existed since 1902. The current building was constructed in 1919. Endicott Johnson Shoe Company founder George F. Johnson donated the property. Workers were busy at the church in recent days, carefully removing a massive stained glass window that had been a gift from Johnson. The window depicts the businessman holding a child as other children played nearby. The window is being donated to the Endicott History and Heritage Center. In addition to the main church building, the property includes a three-story education complex that was opened in September 1969. The final service at First United Methodist Church is scheduled for February 26th at 2 p.m. In Broome County Court, Jeremy Griffin, age 48 of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony assault in the second degree. Griffin admitted that on the 19th of August 2022, during a domestic dispute at an apartment on East Main Street in the village of Endicott, he repeatedly struck a 32-year-old female in the face, fracturing her jaw. 
Shaw. Griffin was also in violation of a court order of protection prohibiting him from contact with the victim. Griffin, who has a prior felony conviction for burglary in 1993, will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision on May 16th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated domestic abuse can occur in all corners of society. The Broome County District Attorney's Office will continue to fight for the victims of domestic violence. The Carter Center says former President Jimmy Carter has entered home hospice care. The charity, created by the 98-year-old former president, says that after a series of short hospital stays, Carter decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. It says he has the full support of his medical team and family, which asks for privacy at this time and is grateful for the concerns shown by many of his admirers. Carter, a Democrat, became the 39th U.S. president when he defeated former President Gerald Ford in 1976. He served a single term and was defeated by Republican Ronald Reagan in 1980. United Nations members gathered today in New York to resume efforts to forge a long-awaited and elusive treaty to safeguard the world's marine biodiversity. Nearly two-thirds of the ocean lies outside national boundaries on the high seas where fragmented and unevenly enforced rules seeks to minimize human impacts. The goal of the U.N. meetings running through March 3rd is to produce a unified agreement for the conservation and sustainable use of those vast marine ecosystems. Negotiations were suspended last fall without agreement on a final treaty. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris says Washington is determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity in Ukraine. She insisted on Saturday that justice must be served to the perpetrators. Speaking at the Munich Security Conference, Harris said the international community has both a moral and a strategic interest in pursuing those crimes, pointing to a danger of other authoritarian governments taking advantage if international rules are undermined. The Biden administration formally determined in March that Russian troops had committed war crimes in Ukraine. A determination of crimes against humanity goes a step further, indicating that attacks against civilians were carried out in a widespread and systematic manner. A court filing in the $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News lays bare fear at the network that it had alienated viewers and damaged its brand by not lining up with President Donald Trump's false 2020 election claims. The network's accuser, Dominion Voting Systems, says the worry played a key role in Fox not setting the record straight after unfounded fraud claims. Fox says Dominion has cherry-picked quotes to use against the network and will give a full answer to the accusations against it later this month. Dominion was the company falsely accused by Trump allies of doctoring voting machines results in the elections. Central Park Zoo officials say they are dropping efforts to capture Flacco, a majestic Eurasian eagle owl that escaped captivity two weeks ago. When he escaped, people wondered whether Flacco would go hungry because he hadn't developed an ability to hunt while in captivity. With a collective sigh of relief, the answer was a resounding no. It appears Flacco has regained his killer instincts and is becoming an old hand at swooping down from his lofty perch to feed on the park's bounty of rats. Zoo officials say they will resume efforts to catch the bird if he shows signs of distress or failing health. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a chance of showers, mainly between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, a chance of snow showers, mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 10 a.m., then rain showers, a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. 
Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low near 23, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. And Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow, mainly after 4 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 1 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., then rain after 4 a.m. A low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. I'm Mark. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Six forty-four on WMBF. This is James Kelly. You're listening to First News. Now, some things coming up in the Binghamton area. You've heard about it before, the Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival. Saturday, March 25th. It's only about a month away now. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. Don't wait. Now we're only a month out, so you're running out of time to get the tickets while they're slightly cheaper. And you already know you're going to go. What else is happening in Binghamton on March 25th? What else? What could possibly top the Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival? You know you're going to know. Just get the tickets. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170, making the game of golf just a little bit more affordable. It's 645. You're listening to WMBF. Forty News Radio twelve ninety Six forty eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're gonna have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route twenty nine in Franklin Township, eight thousand five in New Milford Township, Great Bend Township, and Harford Township. 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 92 in Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 39 degrees outside, overcast. Wind chill has it at 35 degrees. Today a chance of showers, mainly between 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 29. 
Tomorrow, rain and snow showers, likely before 11 a.m., then rain showers. A high near 45 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers before 7 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 23 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow, mainly after 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 11 p.m. Then rain and freezing rain, possibly mixed with sleep between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain after 2 a.m. A low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. It's 6.50. You're listening to WMBF. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering, too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. Did you know you... on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. If you're tempted to use ChatGPT for research, pay attention to this warning. It can sometimes get things embarrassingly wrong. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Be prepared for the unexpected. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. So I decided to put ChatGPT to a test. The question I'm asked most often is Commando your real last name. Here's how ChatGPT responded. Kim Commando was actually born Kimbra L. Tomney and later changed her name to Kim Commando when she began her career in radio broadcasting. Okay, sounds legit, authoritative, doesn't it? Except it's absolutely wrong. My father, Richard Commando, was a first-generation American. His mother, Rose, was born in Ukraine, as was his father, Harry. The Commando.com website says all of this clearly, and so does Wikipedia. In our research, we can't find a Kimbra and Tomei anywhere in America or even the world. So be safe. Do not rely on chat GPT alone. Sound like a tech pro, even if you're not. Get my podcast, Kim Commando, today. What if there was someone who kept a log of every single thing that you did online, every minute of the day? Well, that's exactly what happens every time you go online. Your internet provider is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers, so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Many VPNs claim to have a no-logs policy, but they've been caught logging customer activity. But ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. They were the first major VPN provider to engineer all of their servers to run in RAM. This makes it impossible for their VPN servers to store any data at all. Visit expressvpn.com slash Kim right now to get three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim. 
Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit fda.gov slash BeSafeRx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action led by Alan Blunt's 21 points. The UMass Lowell Riverhawks defeated the Binghamton men's basketball team 84-70 on Saturday. Dan Petcash led the Bearcats with 21 points. The Riverhawks improved to 22-7 with the win. And the Bearcats fell to 12-14. I believe now 8-5 in conference play in the America East as the conference tournament quickly approaches. And the Binghamton women's basketball team fell to U.S. Lowell as well on Saturday by a score of 62-55. to Genevieve Coleman, Claire Traeger, and Jaden Welts scored in double digits for the Bearcats. Some hockey action. Jeff Skinner scored the game-winning goal, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. Sabres forward Dylan Cozens extended his goal streak to three. Alex Tuch and Owen Power also scored for Buffalo. Uko Pekalukinen made 33 saves for his 14th win of the season. Jake DeBrus scored two minutes into his first game in six weeks to lead the Bruins to a 6-2 victory over the New York Islanders. Trent Frederick had a pair of goals and Linus Olmark stopped 26 shots for Boston. Kyle Palmieri and Matt Martin scored and Semyon Varlamov made 21 saves for the Islanders. And Mikhail Backlund's power play goal one minute and 28 seconds into overtime gave the Calgary Flames a 3-2 victory over the New York Rangers, snapping their seven-game winning streak. Vladimir Tarasenko and Alexis Lafreniere scored for the Rangers, who have earned at least one point in each of their last ten games. Some other hockey news. Right-winger Julian Gauthier has been traded to the Ottawa Senators by the New York Rangers for left-winger Tyler Mott. Ottawa also gets a conditional seventh-round pick in the 2023 draft in the deal. And some baseball news. New York Yankees infielder DJ LeMahieu is feeling great as the former batting champion looks to put an injured-marred 2022 behind him. LeMahieu was limited to 125 regular season games and sat out the postseason because of a right toe injury. He has been working out with the Yankees minor league complex since December. He says missing the playoffs where the Yankees were swept in a four-game AL championship series by the eventual World Series champion, Houston Astros, was the worst feeling. The Yankees hold their first full squad workout today. At 6.59, you're listening to WMBF. It's back. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news. Got two more hours to go. ABC News coming up next. 
where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 20th. You're listening to WNBF. Parents of Maine Endwell Elementary School students were surprised when they received a letter promoting meetings of a group organized by the Satanic Temple. The flyers were distributed at Homer Brink Elementary School in Endwell on Thursday. They announced the after-school Satan Club is planning to hold 10 sessions starting next month. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen said the school district had been notified last November that the group was seeking to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said despite the stated organizational principles, anyone that uses the word satanic in their name is obviously going to provoke people in a very negative way. The superintendent noted the Maine Endwell District last year had approved a request for another non-school organization, the Good News Club, to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said the United States Supreme Court has ruled that all outside groups must be afforded equal access to school district facilities. He said, unfortunately, we have to deal with the backlash to the information that was sent out promoting the after-school satanic club. Van Fossen said the reaction was swift and predictable. He said the district was prepared and a letter explaining the situation was posted on the main Endwell website. He believes residents will understand why the school district made the decision regarding the organization. An Endicott church organized over 120 years ago will hold its final service in a few days. The First United Methodist Church on the corner of McKinley Avenue and Monroe Street is closing because of declining membership. Reverend Janet Abel, the church's pastor, said the time has come. She said attendance at recent Sunday services has dropped to 7 to 10 people. The church has existed since 1902. The current building was constructed in 1919. Endicott Johnson Shoe Company founder George F. Johnson donated the property. Workers were busy at the church in recent days, carefully removing a massive stained glass window that had been a gift from Johnson. The window depicts the businessman holding a child as other children played nearby. The window is being donated to the Endicott History and Heritage Center. In addition to the main church building, the property includes a three-story education complex that was opened in September 1969. The final service at First United Methodist Church is scheduled for February 26th at 2 p.m. In Broome County Court, Jeremy Griffin, age 48 of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony assault in the second degree. Griffin admitted that on the 19th of August 2022, during a domestic dispute at an apartment on East Main Street in the village of Endicott, he repeatedly struck a 32-year-old female in the face, fracturing her jaw. Griffin was also in violation of a court order of protection prohibiting him from contact with the victim. Griffin, who has a prior felony conviction for burglary in 1993, will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision on May 16th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated domestic abuse can occur in all corners of society. The Broome County District Attorney's Office will continue to fight for the victims of domestic violence. The Carter Center says former President Jimmy Carter has entered home hospice care. The charity, created by the 98-year-old former president, says that after a series of short hospital stays, Carter decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. It says he has the full support of his medical team and family, which asks for privacy at this time and is grateful for the concerns shown by many of his admirers. Carter, a Democrat, became the 39th U.S. president when he defeated former President Gerald Ford in 1976. He served a single term and was defeated by Republican Ronald Reagan in 1980. 
United Nations members gather today in New York to resume efforts to forge a long-awaited and elusive treaty to safeguard the world's marine biodiversity. Nearly two-thirds of the ocean lies outside national boundaries on the high seas where fragmented and unevenly enforced rules seeks to minimize human impacts. The goal of the U.N. meetings running through March 3rd is to produce a unified agreement for the conservation and sustainable use of those vast marine ecosystems. Negotiations were suspended last fall without agreement on a final treaty. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris says Washington is determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity in Ukraine. She insisted on Saturday that justice must be served to the perpetrators. Speaking at the Munich Security Conference, Harris said the international community has both a moral and a strategic interest in pursuing those crimes, pointing to a danger of other authoritarian governments taking advantage if international rules are undermined. The Biden administration formally determined in March that Russian troops had committed war crimes in Ukraine. A determination of crimes against humanity goes a step further, indicating that attacks against civilians were carried out in a widespread and systematic manner. A court filing in the $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News lays bare fear at the network that it had alienated viewers and damaged its brand by not lining up with President Donald Trump's false 2020 election claims. The network's accuser, Dominion Voting Systems, says the worry played a key role in Fox not setting the record straight after unfounded fraud claims. Fox says Dominion has cherry-picked quotes to use against the network and will give a full answer to the accusations against it later this month. Dominion was the company falsely accused by Trump allies of doctoring voting machines results in the elections. Central Park Zoo officials say they are dropping efforts to capture Flacco, a majestic Eurasian eagle owl that escaped captivity two weeks ago. When he escaped, people wondered whether Flacco would go hungry because he hadn't developed an ability to hunt while in captivity. With a collective sigh of relief, the answer was a resounding no. It appears Flacco has regained his killer instincts and is becoming an old hand at swooping down from his lofty perch to feed on the park's bounty of rats. Zoo officials say they will resume efforts to catch the bird if he shows signs of distress or failing health. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a chance of showers, mainly between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, a chance of snow showers, mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 10 a.m., then rain showers, a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low near 23, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. And Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow mainly after 4 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 1 a.m., then rain or freezing rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., then rain after 4 a.m., a low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful, pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. 
So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Texting prior- on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with me, James Kelly. Now, I'm sorry to say this. It doesn't look like we're going to have any 65-degree days in this week. I kept an eye out last Wednesday. That was great. February 15th, 65 degrees. I wanted that again this week. doesn't look like we're going to get it. So my apologies to everyone in the Binghamton community for not being able to give you a nice warm day this week in the middle of February. We're at the end of February, I guess. It's almost springtime. We're getting close. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township, Great Bend Township, and Harford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township. 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, State Route 92 in Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 39 degrees overcast outside. Windchill has it at 33. Today a chance of showers mainly between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 29. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 11 a.m., then rain showers. A high near 45 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers before 7 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 23 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow mainly after 5 p.m., Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 11 p.m. Then rain and freezing rain, possibly mixed with sleep between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain after 2 a.m., a low near 31. Chance of rain, 100%. 7.15, you're listening to WMBF. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. 
After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. Seven nineteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action led by Alan Blunt's twenty-one points. The UMass Lowell Riverhawks defeated the Binghamton men's basketball team eighty-four to seventy on Saturday. Dan Petcash led the Bearcats with twenty-one points. The Riverhawks improved to twenty-two and seven with the win, and the Bearcats fell to twelve and fourteen overall. A much better in conference play, I believe, eight and five now as the conference tournaments approach for both teams. And the Binghamton women's basketball team fell to UMass Lowell on Saturday by a score of 62-55. to Genevieve Coleman, Claire Traeger, and Jaden Welts scored in double digits for the Bearcats. Some hockey action. Jeff Skinner scored the game-winning goal, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. Sabres forward Dylan Cozens extended his goal streak to three. Alec Tuch and Owen Power also scored for Buffalo. Uko Pekka-Lukanen made 33 saves for his 14th win of the season. Islanders in action this weekend as well. Jake DeBrus scored two minutes into his first game in six weeks to lead the Bruins to a 6-2 victory over the New York Islanders. Trent Frederick had a pair of goals and Linus Olmark stopped 26 shots for Boston. Nick Foligno, Patrice Bergeron, and Pavel Zaka also scored for the Bruins. They have won four of their last five games to amass 89 points on the NHL's best record. Kyle Palmieri and Matt Martin scored, and Semyon Varlamov made 21 saves for the Islanders. DeBrusque missed 17 games with hand and leg injuries after being hurt during the January 2nd Winter Classic. Mikhail Backlund's power play goal one minute and 28 seconds into overtime gave the Calgary Flames a 3-2 victory over the New York Rangers, snapping their seven-game winning streak. Andrew Maggiapane and Nazram Kadri also scored for Calgary. The Flames pulled even in points with Minnesota for the second wildcard berth in the Western Conference, but the Wild have a game in hand. Vladimir Tarasenko and Alexis Lafreniere scored for the Rangers, who have earned at least one point in each of their last ten games. They're 8-0-2 in those games, and they're 14-2-4 in their last 20. Some other hockey news. Right winger Julian Gauthier has been traded to the Ottawa Senators by the New York Rangers for left winger Tyler Mott. Ottawa also gets a conditional seventh round pick in the 2023 draft in the deal. The 27-year-old Mott returns for his second stint with the Rangers after playing nine regular season and 15 playoff games with the club last year. He has three goals and six assists with a plus one rating over 38 games this season. Gauthier has six goals and three assists with a minus five rating over 40 games this season. Some baseball news. 
New York Yankees infielder DJ LeMahieu is feeling great as the former batting champion looks to put an injured marred 2022 behind him. LeMahieu was limited to 125 regular season games and sat out the postseason because of a right toe injury. He has been working out at the Yankees minor league complex since December. LeMahieu said missing the playoffs where the Yankees were swept in a four-game AL championship series by the eventual World Series champion Houston Astros was the worst feeling. The Yankees hold their first full-squad workout today. And Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander are back together for the first time in nearly a decade. The pair of three-time Cy Young Award winners threw off adjacent bullpen mounds Friday at the New York Mets training complex. The 38-year-old Scherzer and Verlander, who turns 40 on Monday, were teammates on the Detroit Tigers from 2010 to 2014. Manager Buck Showalter hasn't said which will start the March 30th opener at Miami. Scherzer signed with the Mets before last season for a $130 million three-year contract. Verlander joined New York this offseason for a two-year deal worth $86.67 million. And a person familiar with the situation says free agent quarterback Derek Carr has met with the New York Jets this weekend. The 31-year-old spent his first nine NFL seasons with the Raiders, but was released by Las Vegas after he declined to waive the no-trade clause in his contract. The Jets are looking for a veteran quarterback to lead their offense after Zach Wilson struggled mightily after being the number two overall pick in the 2021 draft. 7:23 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks were mixed on Friday with the Standard & Poor's 500 giving up a quarter of a percent. The Nasdaq Composite surrendering six-tenths. The Dow Jones gained 130 points to close at 33.826, but still suffered its third weekly loss in a row. The markets are closed and investors are at home for President's Day, but inflation worries could still slow down stock trading this week. Recent economic reports suggest the Fed's move to cool inflation are not working quite as quickly as some of the Federal Reserve would like. Despite inflation worries, Americans are still traveling. The airlines and the hotels say they have not seen a slowdown yet, with tourism still strong and business travel back up as pandemic numbers have declined in the last few months. The fifth installment in the Ant-Man franchise launched over the weekend, scoring an estimated $104 million at U.S. box offices, $121 million internationally. 28% of customers opted for so-called premium format theaters. Jim Ryan, ABC News. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Focus on the White House. Focus on the White House. President Biden will be in Poland the first half of this week to mark the first anniversary of Putin's invasion of Ukraine. At the Munich Security Conference, Ukraine pushed heavily for more advanced weapons, including F-16 jet fighters. Secretary of State Antony Blinken apparently putting that on the back burner for the moment, saying the focus is on training Ukrainian forces. You have to make sure that they can maintain them. If they're not trained on them, they can't use them. If they don't know how to maintain them and they fall apart within a week, it's not going to do you a lot of good. And you also have to make sure that they're using all of these things in a comprehensive uh, way. On the sidelines of the conference, Blinken had his first face-to-face meeting with China's foreign minister. We had a very direct, very clear conversation about the Chinese surveillance balloon. I told uh, Wang Yi, my Chinese counterpart, that that action was unacceptable 
and must never happen again. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was on ABC's This Week broadcast. Richard Cantu, ABC News. This is an important message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. After a storm, many roads may be flooded. Avoid driving through these areas, especially when the water is moving fast. Drownings can result from driving through water. In fact, as little as six inches of water may cause you to lose control of your vehicle. And as little as two feet of water will carry most cars away. To learn more, call the CDC at 800-CDC-INFO. I'm Mark. Seven twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route twenty nine in Franklin Township, eight thousand five in New Milford Township, Great Bend Township, and Hartford Township. Ten thirty seven in Great Bend Township, twenty forty six in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, ninety two in Jackson Township, ten twenty in Liberty Township, and eighty or eight fifty eight in Apollon. At Polycon Township, we'll have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing, ditch cleaning, and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton right now about 39 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 33. Today, a chance of showers mainly between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 29. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 11 a.m., then rain showers. A high near 45 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers before 7 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 23 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, chance of rain and snow mainly after 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleet before 11 p.m. Then rain and freezing rain, possibly mixed with sleet between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain after 2 a.m. A low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. 731, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. A lot of people discovering the quantum realm Thursday night. The secret universe beneath ours. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania earning 17.5 million bucks in previews. On track for 110 million for the President's Day weekend. That would be a top three showing for the holiday. Behind the first Black Panther and the first Deadpool. And ahead of Fifty Shades of Grey. Marvel's owned by Disney, the parent company of ABC News. Speaking of Marvel and Disney, the studio moving its upcoming The Marvels movie starring Brie Larson and others from July 28th to November 10th. And the Haunted Mansion movie will move into the July spot. No reason given for the musical chairs. Ray Liotta is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The ceremony set for February 24th. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. On hand will be Elizabeth Banks, who directed Liotta in one of his final movies, Cocaine Bear, which will be out next Friday. Welcome to paradise. And Green Day frontman Billy Joe Armstrong is 51 Friday. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Now that you're... Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 20th. You're listening to WNBF. 
Parents of Maine Endwell Elementary School students were surprised when they received a letter promoting meetings of a group organized by the Satanic Temple. The flyers were distributed at Homer Brink Elementary School in Endwell on Thursday. They announced the after-school Satan Club is planning to hold 10 sessions starting next month. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen said the school district had been notified last November that the group was seeking to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said despite the stated organizational principles, anyone that uses the word satanic in their name is obviously going to provoke people in a very negative way. The superintendent noted the Maine Endwell District last year had approved a request for another non-school organization, the Good News Club, to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said the United States Supreme Court has ruled that all outside groups must be afforded equal access to school district facilities. He said, unfortunately, we have to deal with the backlash to the information that was sent out promoting the after-school satanic club. Van Fossen said the reaction was swift and predictable. He said the district was prepared and a letter explaining the situation was posted on the Maine Endwell website. He believes residents will understand why the school district made the decision regarding the organization. An Endicott church organized over 120 years ago will hold its final service in a few days. The First United Methodist Church on the corner of McKinley Avenue and Monroe Street is closing because of declining membership. Reverend Janet Abel, the church's pastor, said the time has come. She said attendance at recent Sunday services has dropped to 7 to 10 people. The church has existed since 1902. The current building was constructed in 1919. Endicott Johnson Shoe Company founder George F. Johnson donated the property. Workers were busy at the church in recent days, carefully removing a massive stained glass window that had been a gift from Johnson. The window depicts the businessman holding a child as other children played nearby. The window is being donated to the Endicott History and Heritage Center. In addition to the main church building, the property includes a three-story education complex that was opened in September 1969. The final service at First United Methodist Church is scheduled for February 26th at 2 p.m. In Broome County Court, Jeremy Griffin, age 48 of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony assault in the second degree. Griffin admitted that on the 19th of August 2022, during a domestic dispute at an apartment on East Main Street in the village of Endicott, he repeatedly struck a 32-year-old female in the face, fracturing her jaw. Griffin was also in violation of a court order of protection prohibiting him from contact with the victim. Griffin, who has a prior felony conviction for burglary in 1993, will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision on May 16th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated domestic abuse can occur in all corners of society. The Broome County District Attorney's Office will continue to fight for the victims of domestic violence. The Carter Center says former President Jimmy Carter has entered home hospice care. The charity, created by the 98-year-old former president, says that after a series of short hospital stays, Carter decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. It says he has the full support of his medical team and family, which asks for privacy at this time and is grateful for the concerns shown by many of his admirers. Carter, a Democrat, became the 39th U.S. president when he defeated former President Gerald Ford in 1976. He served a single term and was defeated by Republican Ronald Reagan in 1980. United Nations members gathered today in New York to resume efforts to forge a long-awaited and elusive treaty to safeguard the world's marine biodiversity. 
Nearly two-thirds of the ocean lies outside national boundaries on the high seas where fragmented and unevenly enforced rules seeks to minimize human impacts. The goal of the U.N. meetings running through March 3rd is to produce a unified agreement for the conservation and sustainable use of those vast marine ecosystems. Negotiations were suspended last fall without agreement on a final treaty. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris says Washington is determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity in Ukraine. She insisted on Saturday that justice must be served to the perpetrators. Speaking at the Munich Security Conference, Harris said the international community has both a moral and a strategic interest in pursuing those crimes, pointing to a danger of other authoritarian governments taking advantage if international rules are undermined. The Biden administration formally determined in March that Russian troops had committed war crimes in Ukraine. A determination of crimes against humanity goes a step further, indicating that attacks against civilians were carried out in a widespread and systematic manner. A court filing in the $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News lays bare fear at the network that it had alienated viewers and damaged its brand by not lining up with President Donald Trump's false 2020 election claims. The network's accuser, Dominion Voting Systems, says the worry played a key role in Fox not setting the record straight after unfounded fraud claims. Fox says Dominion has cherry-picked quotes to use against the network and will give a full answer to the accusations against it later this month. Dominion was the company falsely accused by Trump allies of doctoring voting machines results in the elections. Central Park Zoo officials say they are dropping efforts to capture Flacco, a majestic Eurasian eagle owl that escaped captivity two weeks ago. When he escaped, people wondered whether Flacco would go hungry because he hadn't developed an ability to hunt while in captivity. With a collective sigh of relief, the answer was a resounding no. It appears Flacco has regained his killer instincts and is becoming an old hand at swooping down from his lofty perch to feed on the park's bounty of rats. Zoo officials say they will resume efforts to catch the bird if he shows signs of distress or failing health. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a chance of showers, mainly between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, a chance of snow showers, mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 10 a.m., then rain showers. A high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low near 23, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. And Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow mainly after 4 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 1 a.m., then rain or freezing rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., then rain after 4 a.m., a low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. 
it's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Do you have... Seven forty four on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. And one of the stories you heard in the newscast: the Central Park Zoo officials are dropping efforts to capture Flacco, a majestic Eurasian eagle owl. You saw it uh, about two or three weeks ago. The story on WMBF.com when the owl escaped and looked like it had been cut out of its uh, out of its enclosure. And they were worried at the time that it was, you know, flying around Central Park and it wouldn't be able to hunt because it's been in captivity. Seems to have not been an issue. Although I probably wouldn't drop the efforts to capture the owl because, well, I can't imagine that feeding on New York City rats is particularly healthy, especially for an owl that's been living in captivity, living a good life, getting whatever it wants. Doesn't have to work for any of that food. Now it does. I'm just saying it's interesting that it's like, all right, I guess the owl's going to survive, so we'll just kind of leave it there. And now there's a Eurasian eagle owl. That's part of New York's Central Park biodiversity. It's 7.45. You're listening to WMBF. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. 
We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township, Great Bend Township, and Hartford Township. 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, State Route 92 in Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 39 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 33. Today a chance of showers mainly between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 29. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 11 a.m., then rain showers. A high near 45 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, a chance of showers before 7 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 23 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow mainly after 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 30% chance of rain Wednesday night. Rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleet before 11 p.m. Then rain and freezing rain, possibly mixed with sleet between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain after 2 a.m. A low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. 7.50, you're listening to WMBF. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. I'm Mark. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, Microsoft is making some changes to its search engine. Users can now access Bing Chat a maximum of 50 times per day, and each session will be capped at five questions and responses. These new restrictions come two weeks after Microsoft revamped its search engine to include an AI chatbot. But in those weeks, several outlets reported Bing Chat gave some unusual responses to reporters. It told me that it had dangerous and dark fantasies about spreading misinformation or propaganda. New York Times tech columnist Kevin Roos says the responses came after chatting with the bot for two hours last week. It turned into this sprawling, bizarre, often um, frightening conversation, like almost the other side of a split personality. Microsoft says very long chat sessions can confuse the underlying chat model and that the vast majority of questions can be answered in five turns. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Work, school, grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, 
piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to Grandma and Grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action led by Alan Blunt's 21 points. The UMass Lowell Riverhawks defeated the Binghamton men's basketball team 84-70 on Saturday. Dan Petcash led the Bearcats with 21 points. The Riverhawks improved to 22-7 with the win, and the Bearcats fell to 12-14. The Binghamton women's basketball team also fell to UMass Lowell on Saturday by a score of 62-55. Genevieve Coleman, Claire Traeger, and Jaden Welts scored in double digits for the Bearcats. Some hockey news. Jeff Skinner scored the game-winning goal, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. Sabres forward Dylan Cozens extended his goal streak to three. Alex Tuch and Owen Power also scored for Buffalo, and Uko Pekka Lukanen made 33 saves for his 14th win of the season. Islanders in action as well. Jake DeBrus scored two minutes into his first game in six weeks to lead the Bruins to a 6-2 victory over the New York Islanders. Trent Frederick had a pair of goals, and Linus Olmark stopped 26 shots for Boston. Nick Foligno, Patrice, Patrice Bergeron, and Pavel Zaka also scored for the Bruins. They have won four of their last five games to amass 89 points in the NHL's best record. Kyle Palmieri and Matt Martin scored, and Semyon Varlamov made 21 saves for the Islanders. DeBrusque missed 17 games with hand and leg injuries after being hurt during the January 2nd Winter Classic. Rangers in action as well. Mikhail Backlund's power play goal, 1 minute and 28 seconds into overtime, gave the Calgary Flames a 3-2 victory over the New York Rangers, snapping their 7-game winning streak. Andrew Majiapane and Nazem Kadri also scored for Calgary. The Flames pulled even in points with Minnesota for the second wildcard berth in the Western Conference. But the Wild have a game in hand. Vladimir Tarasenko and Alexis Lafreniere scored for the Rangers, who have earned at least one point in each of their last ten games. They're 8-0-2 in those games, and they're 14-2-4 in their last 20. And some Rangers news. Right-winger Julian Gauthier has been traded to the Ottawa Senators by the New York Rangers for left-winger Tyler Mott. Ottawa also gets a conditional seventh-round pick in the 2023 draft in the deal. The 27-year-old Mott returns for his second stint with the Rangers after playing nine regular seasons and f- or nine regular season and 15 playoff games with the club last season. 
He has three goals and six assists with a plus-one rating over 38 games this season. Garthier has six goals and three assists with a minus-five rating over 40 games this season. Some baseball news. New York Yankees infielder DJ LeMahieu is feeling great as the former batting champion looks to put an injured marred 2022 behind him. LeMahieu was limited to 125 regular season games and sat out the postseason because of a right toe injury. He has been working out as the Yankee, at the Yankees minor league complex since December. LeMahieu said missing playoffs where the Yankees were swept in a four-game AL championship series by the eventual World Series champion Houston Astros was the worst feeling. The Yankees hold their first full squad workout today. And a bit of Jets news. A person familiar with the situation says free agent quarterback Derek Carr met with the New York Jets this weekend. The 31-year-old spent his first nine NFL seasons with the Raiders but was released by Las Vegas after he declined to waive the no-trade clause in his contract. The Jets looking for a replacement for Zach Wilson, who struggled mightily after being the number two overall pick in the 2021 draft. 759, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number two of WMBF's First News, ABC Up Next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 20th. You're listening to WMBF. Parents of Maine Endwell Elementary School students were surprised when they received a letter promoting meetings of a group organized by the Satanic Temple. The flyers were distributed at Homer Brink Elementary School in Endwell on Thursday. They announced the after-school Satan Club is planning to hold 10 sessions starting next month. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen said the school district had been notified last November that the group was seeking to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said despite the stated organizational principles, anyone that uses the word satanic in their name is obviously going to provoke people in a very negative way. The superintendent noted the main Endwell district last year had approved a request for another non-school organization, the Good News Club, to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said the United States Supreme Court has ruled that all outside groups must be afforded equal access to school district facilities. He said, unfortunately, we have to deal with the backlash to the information that was sent out promoting the after-school satanic club. Van Fossen said the reaction was swift and predictable. He said the district was prepared and a letter explaining the situation was posted on the main Endwell website. He believes residents will understand why the school district made the decision regarding the organization. An Endicott church organized over 120 years ago will hold its final service in a few days. The First United Methodist Church on the corner of McKinley Avenue and Monroe Street is closing because of declining membership. Reverend Janet Abel, the church's pastor, said the time has come. She said attendance at recent Sunday services has dropped to 7 to 10 people. The church has existed since 1902. The current building was constructed in 1919. Endicott Johnson Shoe Company founder George F. Johnson donated the property. Workers were busy at the church in recent days, carefully removing a massive stained glass window that had been a gift from Johnson. The window depicts the businessman holding a child as other children played nearby. The window is being donated to the Endicott History and Heritage Center. 
In addition to the main church building, the property includes a three-story education complex that was opened in September 1969. The final service at First United Methodist Church is scheduled for February 26th at 2 p.m. In Broome County Court, Jeremy Griffin, age 48 of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony assault in the second degree. Griffin admitted that on the 19th of August 2022, during a domestic dispute at an apartment on East Main Street in the village of Endicott, he repeatedly struck a 32-year-old female in the face, fracturing her jaw. Griffin was also in violation of a court order of protection prohibiting him from contact with the victim. Griffin, who has a prior felony conviction for burglary in 1993, will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision on May 16th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated domestic abuse can occur in all corners of society. The Broome County District Attorney's Office will continue to fight for the victims of domestic violence. The Carter Center says former President Jimmy Carter has entered home hospice care. The charity, created by the 98-year-old former president, says that after a series of short hospital stays, Carter decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. It says he has the full support of his medical team and family, which asks for privacy at this time and is grateful for the concern shown by many of his admirers. Carter, a Democrat, became the 39th U.S. president when he defeated former President Gerald Ford in 1976. He served a single term and was defeated by Republican Ronald Reagan in 1980. United Nations members gathered today in New York to resume efforts to forge a long-awaited and elusive treaty to safeguard the world's marine biodiversity. Nearly two-thirds of the ocean lies outside national boundaries on the high seas where fragmented and unevenly enforced rules seeks to minimize human impacts. The goal of the U.N. meetings running through March 3rd is to produce a unified agreement for the conservation and sustainable use of those vast marine ecosystems. Negotiations were suspended last fall without agreement on a final treaty. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris says Washington is determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity in Ukraine. She insisted on Saturday that justice must be served to the perpetrators. Speaking at the Munich Security Conference, Harris said the international community has both a moral and a strategic interest in pursuing those crimes, pointing to a danger of other authoritarian governments taking advantage if international rules are undermined. The Biden administration formally determined in March that Russian troops had committed war crimes in Ukraine. A determination of crimes against humanity goes a step further, indicating that attacks against civilians were carried out in a widespread and systematic manner. A court filing in the $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News lays bare fear at the network that it had alienated viewers and damaged its brand by not lining up with President Donald Trump's false 2020 election claims. The network's accuser, Dominion Voting Systems, says the worry played a key role in Fox not setting the record straight after unfounded fraud claims. Fox says Dominion has cherry-picked quotes to use against the network and will give a full answer to the accusations against it later this month. Dominion was the company falsely accused by Trump allies of doctoring voting machines results in the elections. Central Park Zoo officials say they are dropping efforts to capture Flacco, a majestic Eurasian eagle owl that escaped captivity two weeks ago. When he escaped, people wondered whether Flacco would go hungry because he hadn't developed an ability to hunt while in captivity. With a collective sigh of relief, the answer was a resounding no. It appears Flacco has regained his killer instincts and is becoming an old hand at swooping down from his lofty perch to feed on the park's bounty of rats. Zoo officials say they will resume efforts to catch the bird if he shows signs of distress or failing health. 
National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a chance of showers, mainly between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, a chance of snow showers, mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 10 a.m., then rain showers. A high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, an 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low near 23, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. And Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow mainly after 4 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 1 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. Then rain after 4 a.m. A low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. I'm Martin. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Eight thirteen on WMBF, kicking off the final hour of WMBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Before we turn it over for Binghamton now with Bob Joseph our live and local talk show. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township, Great Bend Township, and Hartford Township. 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 92 in Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 40 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 35. Today a chance of showers mainly between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 29. Tomorrow rain and snow showers likely before 11 a.m. Then rain showers. A high near 45 degrees, 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers before 7 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 23 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow, mainly after 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleet before 11 p.m. Then rain and freezing rain, possibly mixed with sleet between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain after 2 a.m. A low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. 
It's 8.15. You're listening to WMBF. Overhead. Did you know that generic drugs are just as safe and effective as brand name drugs? Generics might look different, but they work the same way. And they can even save you money. Don't believe me? Ask your doctor or pharmacist. Or visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that. Of we were... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. You're a good... Eight eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action led by Alan Blunt's twenty-one points. The UMass Lowell Riverhawks defeated the Binghamton men's basketball team eighty-four to seventy on Saturday. Dan Petcash led the Bearcats with twenty-one points. The Riverhawks improved to twenty-two and seven with the win, and the Bearcats fell to twelve and fourteen as conference tournaments approach. And the Binghamton women's basketball team fell to UMass Lowell on Saturday by a score of 62-55. to Genevieve Coleman and Claire Traeger and Jaden Welts scored in double digits for the Bearcats. A tough loss for them as well. Some hockey action. Jeff Skinner scored the game-winning goal and the Buffalo Sabres beat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. Sabres forward Dylan Cozens extended his goal streak to three. Alex Tuchin and Owen Power also scored for Buffalo. Uko Pekalukinen made 33 saves for his 14th win of the season. Islanders in action as well. Jake DeBrus scored two minutes into his first game in six weeks to lead the Bruins to a 6-2 victory over the New York Islanders. Trent Frederick had a pair of goals and Linus Olmark stopped 26 shots for Boston. Nick Foligno, Patrice Bergeron, and Pavel Saka also scored for the Bruins. They have won four of their last five games to amass 89 points in the NHL's best record. Kyle Palmieri and Matt Martin scored, and Semyon Varlamov made 21 saves for the Islanders. DeBrusque missed 17 games with hand and leg injuries after being hurt during the January 2nd Winter Classic. Sabres in action, or I'm sorry, Rangers in action as well. Mikhail Buckland's power play goal at 128 into overtime gave the Calgary Flames a 3-2 victory over the New York Rangers, snapping their seven-game winning streak. Andrew Majiapain and Nazem Kadri also scored for Calgary. The Flames pulled even in points with Minnesota for their second wildcard berth in the Western Conference, but the Wild have a game in hand. Vladimir Tarasenko and Alexis Lafreniere scored for the Rangers, who have earned at least one point in each of their last ten games, where they're 8-0-2 in that stretch, and they're 14-2-4 in their last 20. And a bit of Rangers news, right-winger Julian Gauthier has been traded to the Ottawa Senators by the New York Rangers for left-winger Tyler Mott. 
Ottawa also gets a conditional seventh round pick in the 2023 draft in the deal. The 27-year-old Mott returns for his second stint with the Rangers after playing nine regular season and 15 playoff games with the club last season. He has three goals and six assists with a plus-one rating over 38 games this year. Gauthier has six goals and three assists with a minus-five rating over 40 games this season. Bit of baseball news. New York Yankees infielder DJ LeMahieu is feeling great as the former batting champion looks to put an injured-marred 2022 season behind him. LeMahieu was limited to 125 regular season games and sat out the postseason because of a right toe injury. He has been working out at the Yankees minor league complex since December. LeMahieu said missing the playoffs, where the Yankees were swept in a four-game AL championship series by the eventual World Series champion Houston Astros, was the worst feeling. The Yankees hold their first full-squad workout today. Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander are back together for the first time in nearly a decade. The pair of three-time Cy Young Award winners threw off adjacent bullpen mounds on Friday at the New York Mets training complex. The 38-year-old Scherzer and Verlander, who turns 40 on Monday, were teammates on the Detroit Tigers from 2010 to 2014. Manager Buck Showalter hasn't said which will start the March 30th opener, Scherzer signed with the Mets before last season for a $130 million three-year contract. Verlander joined New York this offseason for a two-year deal worth $86 million. And a person person familiar with the situation says free agent quarterback Derek Carr met with the New York Jets this weekend. The 31-year-old spent his first nine NFL seasons with the Raiders but was released by Las Vegas after he declined to waive the no-trade clause in his contract. The Jets are looking for a veteran quarterback to lead their offense after Zach Wilson struggled mightily after being the number two overall pick in the 2021 draft. It's 8:22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Stocks were mixed on Friday with the Standard & Poor's 500 giving up a quarter of a percent. The Nasdaq Composite surrendering six-tenths. The Dow Jones gained 130 points to close at 33,826, but still suffered its third weekly loss in a row. The markets are closed and investors are at home for President's Day, but inflation worries could still slow down stock trading this week. Recent economic reports suggest the Fed's move to cool inflation are not working quite as quickly as some of the Federal Reserve would like. Despite inflation worries, Americans are still traveling. The airlines and the hotels say they have not seen a slowdown yet, with tourism still strong and business travel back up as pandemic numbers have declined in the last few months. The fifth installment in the Ant-Man franchise launched over the weekend, scoring an estimated $104 million at U.S. box offices, $121 million internationally. 28% of customers opted for so-called premium format theaters. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Please. Eight twenty-six on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You know the best way to beat a hangover is before it starts. Hitting up happy hour with your friends or your coworkers can be a great way to unwind, but then you might feel groggy the next morning when you got to be back at your desk. So we decided to put out a bunch of calls to experts on this because we want you to feel your best. 
And here's what they told us. First things first, if you drink, do it on a full stomach. That's because most alcohol isn't absorbed by an empty stomach, but via the intestinal tract just below it. So if you eat, alcohol is diluted in the stomach, and only a small amount of alcohol is absorbed at any time. Second, obviously, stay hydrated. How come? Because, again, that in part dilutes the alcohol, and you're less likely to have inflamed intestines or an inflamed stomach lining. Last but not least, drinking clear liquor or lightly colored beers is less likely to lead to a hangover. Why? Fewer additives. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can enjoy the best? Eggland's Best, the only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs with six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Has the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned? Would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both reveal how to protect your savings in uncertain times. It's absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. I'll second Eight twenty-nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route twenty-nine in Franklin Township, eight thousand five in New Milford Township, Great Bend Township, and Hartford Township, ten thirty-seven in Great Bend Township, twenty forty-six in Ararat Township and Jackson Township. State Route ninety-two in Jackson Township, ten twenty in Liberty Township, and eight fifty-eight in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 40 degrees and overcast outside. Wind chill has it at 35. Today, chance of showers mainly between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 29. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 11 a.m., then rain showers. A high near 45 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, chance of showers before 7 p.m., partly cloudy with a low near 23 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow mainly after 5 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleet before 11 p.m., then rain and freezing rain, possibly mixed with sleet between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m., then rain or freezing rain after 2 a.m., a low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. It's 831. You're listening to WMBF. Stock. WMBF. 832 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. 
ABC Entertainment News. A lot of people discovering the quantum realm Thursday night. The secret universe beneath ours. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania earning 17.5 million bucks in previews. On track for 110 million for the President's Day weekend. That would be a top three showing for the holiday. Behind the first Black Panther and the first Deadpool. And ahead of Fifty Shades of Grey. Marvel's owned by Disney, the parent company of ABC News. Speaking of Marvel and Disney, the studio moving its upcoming The Marvel's Movie starring Brie Larson and others from July 28th to November 10th. And the Haunted Mansion movie will move into the July spot. No reason given for the musical chairs. Ray Liotta is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The ceremony set for February 24th. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. On hand will be Elizabeth Banks, who directed Liotta in one of his final movies, Cocaine Bear, which will be out next Friday. Welcome to Paradise. And Green Day frontman Billy Joe Armstrong is 51 Friday. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. Welcome. Colorectal cancer screening saves lives, but only if people get tested. About 23 million adults have never been tested. Almost two out of three have a regular doctor and health insurance that would pay for the test. Doctors often recommend colonoscopy, but the fecal occult blood test and sigmoidoscopy also effectively find colorectal cancer early. When people can pick the test they prefer, they're more likely to actually get tested. If you're between the ages of 50 and 75, talk with your doctor about which test is best for you. Make sure you understand the steps you need to take to get tested. If you have a family history of colorectal cancer or polyps or inflammatory bowel disease, ask your doctor if you should start screening before age 50. Through the Affordable Care Act, many people have access to health insurance that covers colorectal cancer screening tests at no cost. Remember, the best test is the test that gets done. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, February 20th. You're listening to WNBF. Parents of Maine Endwell Elementary School students were surprised when they received a letter promoting meetings of a group organized by the Satanic Temple. The flyers were distributed at Homer Brink Elementary School in Endwell on Thursday. They announced the after-school Satan Club is planning to hold 10 sessions starting next month. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen said the school district had been notified last November that the group was seeking to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said despite the stated organizational principles, anyone that uses the word satanic in their name is obviously going to provoke people in a very negative way. The superintendent noted the main Endwell district last year had approved a request for another non-school organization, the Good News Club, to use facilities at Homer Brink. Van Fossen said the United States Supreme Court has ruled that all outside groups must be afforded equal access to school district facilities. He said, unfortunately, we have to deal with the backlash to the information that was sent out promoting the after-school satanic club. Van Fossen said the reaction was swift and predictable. He said the district was prepared and a letter explaining the situation was posted on the main Endwell website. He believes residents will understand why the school district made the decision regarding the organization. An Endicott church organized over 120 years ago will hold its final service in a few days. The First United Methodist Church on the corner of McKinley Avenue and Monroe Street is closing because of declining membership. Reverend Janet Abel, the church's pastor, said the time has come. 
She said attendance at recent Sunday services has dropped to 7 to 10 people. The church has existed since 1902. The current building was constructed in 1919. Endicott Johnson Shoe Company founder George F. Johnson donated the property. Workers were busy at the church in recent days, carefully removing a massive stained glass window that had been a gift from Johnson. The window depicts the businessman holding a child as other children played nearby. The window is being donated to the Endicott History and Heritage Center. In addition to the main church building, the property includes a three-story education complex that was opened in September 1969. The final service at First United Methodist Church is scheduled for February 26th at 2 p.m. In Broome County Court, Jeremy Griffin, age 48 of Endicott, entered a plea of guilty to felony assault in the second degree. Griffin admitted that on the 19th of August 2022, during a domestic dispute at an apartment on East Main Street in the village of Endicott, he repeatedly struck a 32-year-old female in the face, fracturing her jaw. Griffin was also in violation of a court order of protection prohibiting him from contact with the victim. Griffin, who has a prior felony conviction for burglary in 1993, will be sentenced to four years in New York State Prison, followed by three years post-release supervision on May 16th. Michael Korchak, Broome County District Attorney, stated domestic abuse can occur in all corners of society. The Broome County District Attorney's Office will continue to fight for the victims of domestic violence. The Carter Center says former President Jimmy Carter has entered home hospice care. The charity, created by the 98-year-old former president, says that after a series of short hospital stays, Carter decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. It says he has the full support of his medical team and family, which asks for privacy at this time and is grateful for the concern shown by many of his admirers. Carter, a Democrat, became the 39th U.S. president when he defeated former President Gerald Ford in 1976. He served a single term and was defeated by Republican Ronald Reagan in 1980. United Nations members gather today in New York to resume efforts to forge a long-awaited and elusive treaty to safeguard the world's marine biodiversity. Nearly two-thirds of the ocean lies outside national boundaries on the high seas where fragmented and unevenly enforced rules seeks to minimize human impacts. The goal of the U.N. meetings running through March 3rd is to produce a unified agreement for the conservation and sustainable use of those vast marine ecosystems. Negotiations were suspended last fall without agreement on a final treaty. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris says Washington is determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity in Ukraine. She insisted on Saturday that justice must be served to the perpetrators. Speaking at the Munich Security Conference, Harris said the international community has both a moral and a strategic interest in pursuing those crimes, pointing to a danger of other authoritarian governments taking advantage if international rules are undermined. The Biden administration formally determined in March that Russian troops had committed war crimes in Ukraine. A determination of crimes against humanity goes a step further, indicating that attacks against civilians were carried out in a widespread and systematic manner. A court filing in the $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News lays bare fear at the network that it had alienated viewers and damaged its brand by not lining up with President Donald Trump's false 2020 election claims. The network's accuser, Dominion Voting Systems, says the worry played a key role in Fox not setting the record straight after unfounded fraud claims. Fox says Dominion has cherry-picked quotes to use against the network and will give a full answer to the accusations against it later this month. Dominion was the company falsely accused by Trump allies of doctoring voting machines results in the elections. 
Central Park Zoo officials say they are dropping efforts to capture Flacco, a majestic Eurasian eagle owl that escaped captivity two weeks ago. When he escaped, people wondered whether Flacco would go hungry because he hadn't developed an ability to hunt while in captivity. With a collective sigh of relief, the answer was a resounding no. It appears Flacco has regained his killer instincts and is becoming an old hand at swooping down from his lofty perch to feed on the park's bounty of rats. Zoo officials say they will resume efforts to catch the bird if he shows signs of distress or failing health. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, a chance of showers, mainly between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight, a chance of snow showers, mainly after 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 29 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Tomorrow, rain and snow showers likely before 10 a.m., then rain showers, a high near 45 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy with a low near 23, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, and Wednesday, a chance of rain and snow mainly after 4 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleep before 1 a.m., then rain or freezing rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., then rain after 4 a.m., a low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. on WMBF. This is James Kelly on WMBF's First News. Almost wrapped up with the final hour of First News before we pass it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Another thing that is almost done, the Binghamton University basketball season. We've got two more regular season games this week before we get to the conference tournaments. Now, coming from the America East Conference... Both the men's and women's teams will likely need to win the conference tournament if they want to make it on to the bigger tournament. Or they might match up with a Duke or a North Carolina or something like that. So only a couple more games to go there. If you want to support the local team, they're running out of opportunities to do it Wednesday and Saturday. I believe Saturday the men are on the road, which means the women are probably at home. A couple more days to go. It's 845. You're listening to WMBF. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. 
talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 848 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township, Great Bend Township, and Hartford Township. 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, State Route 92 in Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 40 degrees and overcast outside. Wind chill has it at 35. Today a chance of showers mainly between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 47 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tonight mostly cloudy with a low near 29. Tomorrow rain and snow showers likely before 11 a.m. Then rain showers, a high near 45 degrees and 80% chance of rain. Tomorrow night chance of showers before 7 p.m. Partly cloudy with a low near 23 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. And Wednesday a chance of rain and snow mainly after 5 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 35 degrees, a 30% chance of rain. Wednesday night, rain, snow, freezing rain, and sleet before 11 p.m. Then rain and freezing rain, possibly mixed with sleet between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. Then rain or freezing rain after 2 a.m. A low near 31 degrees, a 100% chance of rain. It's 8.50. You're listening to WMBF. Attention. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. If you're tempted to use ChatGPT for research, pay attention to this warning. It can sometimes get things embarrassingly wrong. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by CarShield. Be prepared for the unexpected. Visit carshield.com slash Kim and save 10%. Deductible may apply. So I decided to put ChatGPT to a test. The question I'm asked most often is Commando, your real last name. Here's how ChatGPT responded. Kim Commando was actually born Kimber L. Tomey and later changed her name to Kim Commando when she began her career in radio broadcasting. Okay, sounds legit, authoritative, doesn't it? Except it's absolutely wrong. My father, Richard Commando, was a first-generation American. His mother, Rose, was born in Ukraine, as was his father, Harry. The Commando.com website says all of this clearly, and so does Wikipedia. In our research, we can't find a Kimber and Tomey anywhere in America or even the world. So be safe. Do not rely on chat GPT alone. Sound like a tech pro, even if you're not. Get my podcast, Kim Commando, today. What if there was someone who kept a log of every single thing that you did online, every minute of the day? Well, that's exactly what happens every time you go online. Your internet provider is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers, so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Many VPNs claim to have a no-logs policy, but they've been caught logging customer activity. But ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. They were the first major VPN provider to engineer all of their servers to run in RAM. 
This makes it impossible for their VPN servers to store any data at all. Visit expressvpn.com slash Kim right now to get three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim. Diabetes. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action led by Alan Blunt's 21 points. The UMass Lowell Riverhawks defeated the Binghamton men's basketball team 84-70 on Saturday. Dan Pedcash led the Bearcats with 21 points. The Riverhawks improved to 22-7 with the win. And the Bearcats fell to 12-14, now I believe 8-5 in conference play. And the Binghamton women's basketball team also fell to UMass Lowell on Saturday by a score of 62-55. to Genevieve Coleman, Claire Traeger, and Jaden Welts scored in double digits for the Bearcats, but not enough to overcome the Riverhawks. Some hockey action. Jeff Skinner scored the game-winning goal, and the Buffalo Sabres beat the San Jose Sharks 4-2. Sabres forward Dylan Cozens extended his goal streak to three. Alex Tooch and Owen Power also scored for Buffalo. Uko Pekalukkanen made 33 saves for his 14th win of the season. Islanders in action. Jake DeBrus scored two minutes into his first game in six weeks to lead the Bruins to a 6-2 victory over the New York Islanders. Trent Frederick had a pair of goals and Linus Olmark stopped 26 shots for Boston. Nick Foligno, Patrice Bergeron, and Pavel Zaka also scored for the Bruins. They've won four of their last five games to amass 89 points on the NHL's best record. Kyle Palmieri and Matt Martin scored, and Semyon Varlamov made 21 saves for the Islanders. DeBrusque missed 17 games with hand and leg injuries after being hurt during the January 6th Winter Classic. Michael Backlund's power play goal, 1 minute and 28 seconds into overtime, gave the Calgary Flames a 3-2 victory over the New York Rangers, snapping their 7-game winning streak. Andrew Maggiapane and Nazem Kadri also scored for Calgary. The Flames pulled even in points with Minnesota for the second wildcard berth in the Western Conference, but the Wild have a game in hand. Vladimir Tarasenko and Alexis Lafreniere scored for the Rangers, who have earned at least one point in each of their last ten games. They're 8-0-2 in those games, and they're 14-2-4 in their last 20. Bit of Rangers news. Right-winger Julian Gauthier has been traded to the Ottawa Senators by the New York Rangers for left-winger Tyler Mott. Ottawa also gets a conditional 7th round pick in the 2023 draft in the deal. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Wrapping up the final hour of WMBF's First News, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, coming up next, right after ABC News.